The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's Cast Live, your comprehensive look at the Oakland Athletics. One line and miss, and Mike Fires has thrown his second no-hitter. And 29 other MLB clubs. 2-2 pitch on Trout, and he blasts one. Way back! Join us as we take you inside the baseball universe. From the opener to launch angles to clutch moments, we have you covered. Spend your afternoon with us next from the town, only on A's Cast Live. A's Cast Live. Here's Chris Townsend. Swung on high fly ball, deep right center. Back on it is Kepler, near the wall, with Buxton still carrying, and it's gone! How about that for Chris Herman? And his second Oakland at bat, he clocks a grand slam off of Jake Odorizzi. Oh, never been done in the history of the athletics. And when you say the athletics, that means we're talking Philly, Kansas City, and Oakland. Chris Herman, first player ever to hit a grand slam. I have just done my own scientific test here. It's Ace Cast Live. And it's a home game, so obviously we are on from 4 to 5 today. The only reason why we're on from 4 to 5 today is because the game starts early. Normally we're on from 4 to 6, but it's fireworks night, so the game's starting early at 6 o'clock. I have just done, right here on the field where our set is, just at the end of the third base dugout, I have done my own scientific experiment with the new ball. And I can tell you how it has changed. Oh, now I have everybody's attention. Now everybody's like, wait, okay. It's windy today here at the ballpark, so we need stuff to put down on our papers so they don't fly away. Okay, can you please watch this? Are you are you videotaping this? If a ball had seams, like higher seams, the ball would stay. It just rolls because there's no seams. I can't make this up. <laughs> A normal ball, can we find a ball from last year so I can prove this? The ball will not stay. I'm trying to use it as a paperweight. Because, look, there's no there's no seams on the ball. Well, there's seams that are there, but they used to be higher. That would cause it to stop from rolling. There's your drag on your home runs, folks. And we're going to put that out on Twitter at, what, what is our Twitter for A's cast? At AthleticsCast24. At AthleticsCast24. I never thought about that. I was just before the show here, as we had the uh, the Navy former Navy pilot on talk about the Hornet. I have the coin he gave me. That's working. Uh, we had another great Air Force man here last year. He gave me a coin. These thick. They're working. A baseball will not stay on the papers because the seams it just rolls right off. Unbelievable. We have a quick but very fantastic show for you today here on A's Cast. One of my favorite guys on the MLB Network, and the reason why he's one of my favorite guys is because not only is he funny, right? There's something that some of these guys take themselves, and I love them all, right? It's like I love them all, but I love certain guys, certain guys for certain reasons. Dan Plesak, I like because he's funny, and, and he keeps stuff light, 
but he also had a hell of a career. And as a reliever, he was one of the premier early closers in the game. When you look at the years that he had, he was really, really good. And you're talking about a six. My computer is just. We're talking about a six-five lefty. I hate when technology doesn't work. It really drives me nuts. Look at some of the years he had. 23 saves, 30 saves, 33 saves, 24 saves. Back when we're talking about the late 80s. So he had a terrific career and all, and obviously very, very good on the MLB Network. You know the problem is? I think the sun is starting to beat down on our technology here. So we're going to put this stuff in the shade. You know what? We're working in tough working conditions, working on a field. So Dan Plesak is going to join us coming here at 4.15. Chris Herman, who hit the Grand Slam last night, of course. There was a star in last night's game, so he's going to be here on Ace Cats live. That's how it works. That's why we're here on the field. Yesterday, who did we have yesterday? We had the MVP, Matt Chapman. So we have, if someone's making news, they're going to be here. Chris Herman will join us at 4.30, and then Dave Feldman is going to be here, our A's historian, at 4.40. Now, Commander Cody, did he do what he texted me, that list? Because Dave's all about list, A's list. Did he do that? And do you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. He sent me top five A's who never made the all-star team. Did you talk to him about this? I have not. Can you text him right yes. now? That's the list I yes. want. Top five A's never to make the all-star team. Well, a lot of a lot of things in baseball we're going to get into with Dan Plesak, but obviously what's going on right now here, everybody in baseball is watching. You have two of the best teams in all of baseball going after it right now. The 47-39 and 39 Oakland Athletics up against the 53-31 and 31 Minnesota Twins. And the A's right now are surging. They are eight games over 500 for the first time this year. 85 home runs in the last 45 games. They've hit 136 home runs. And the record before the All-Star game for the A's is 137. I have a feeling they're going to match that and then they're going to go beyond that tonight as it's going to be a warm night here at the Coliseum, so the ball should be flying a little bit. And we know, even last night, the Minnesota Twins, as they hit three home runs, they've hit more home runs than anybody in baseball. They are one home run off from tying the Yankees for the most home runs ever hit before the All-Star break. So right now, the Twins sit at 160 home runs. The all-time pre-All-Star game record is 161 by the New York Yankees. I'm not going to be shocked, not going to be shocked, if they break that record tonight. So as we saw last night, how cool it was to see a guy hit a home run for the first time ever for the Athletics in his debut, and it's a grand slam. No one had ever in their debut hit a grand slam. You might see history tonight here at the Coliseum with two home runs, and you could be looking at a new all-time record that I have a feeling they're going to build on because we got a few more games. They're going to break. They're going to shatter this record. Most home runs before the All-Star break. But they're going up against a very tough customer, and he's been as good as anybody in baseball, and that's Mike Fires. 
Mike Fires. You start looking at the numbers for Mike Fires. He's 6-0 with a 2.39 ERA over his last 10 starts, dating back to May 7th when he threw the no-hitter against the Cincinnati Reds. Opponents are only hitting a buck 76 against him. So Mike Fires tonight going up against a team that's got 160 home runs. It's going to be a lot of fun. And everybody in baseball, as you know on A's Cast Live, we're talking about everybody in baseball. But everybody in baseball is looking at this series. Because this series, this is one of the best in baseball going right now. I wish we had more time because I really would like to elaborate on this. And it really pains me when I saw this on Twitter today. It really does. And when I think about what I got to see from Anthony DeComo, who covers the New York Mets, I'm just going to read you this tweet. And it really signifies how important this opportunity for Franklin Barreto is now for the A's. Where Franklin Barreto, if you didn't hear, Franklin Barreto is getting an opportunity to be the everyday second baseman. Finally, the powers that be said, you know what? Long term, this is not going to be Jerickson Profar. It's still, he still may get an opportunity. I'm not going to say he's not. But Franklin Barreto is now getting that opportunity. Let me read you this tweet from Anthony DeComo, who covers the Mets. Jed Lowry is still not close to going on a rehab assignment. Mickey Calloway said, he referred to Lowry's injury as left side issues, clarifying that Lowry is not suffering from just one thing. At least publicly, Mets officials seem unable to define what exactly is wrong. You think, I'm not even going to go over the numbers. You remember the numbers of how special Jed Lowry was for this franchise. He was an extra base hit hitting machine. What he was able to do for Bob Melvin, to be able to say, you're in the three hole, it was every single day, switch hitter, you're hitting third, and he mashed. Was he the greatest second baseman of all time? No. But he got everything that was hit to him, and that's all that mattered. I didn't need him to be Roberto Alomar. I didn't need him to be Joe Morgan. I need a jet, get everything that's hit to you, and sit in that three-hole and absolutely mash. He was a doubles machine. He hit home runs. He drove in runs. Jed Lowry had some unbelievable years here with the Oakland Athletics. And now after signing that deal with the Mets, I hate to say this, but it's like, oh, thank God he didn't sign here. I can't imagine what it would be like if we were dealing with this right now. And that's why it's time for Franklin Barreto to shine. Because if Franklin Barreto can earn this position, it's not his yet. He's getting a chance to earn his position. Then you'll understand why the front office did not go after Jed Lowry at his age. And it will be an absolutely un unbelievable move. Right now it's an unbelievable move. With the foresight to say, yeah, we're going to go young and not go with a guy who was a leader in our clubhouse, a guy who loved being here, a guy who you know went to Stanford, been here multiple times, been great ever since. The one place, you know what, that he's been healthy is here. 
in his career, the one place Jed Lowry was healthy was here. Once he leaves here, he can't stay healthy. I wish him all the best, but now this is the time for Franklin Barreto to shine. Up next, one of my favorites, the big left-hander Dan Plesak from the MLB Network is going to join us here on A's Cast Live. Streaming from the East Bay, A's Cast Live continues with Chris Townsend. Joining us in moments will be Dan Plesak from the MLB Network, the big left-hander. Got to talk to him about his nephew. Because let me tell you, the first time you hear the name Plesak and you go, all right, he's got to be related. I don't know if it was his son, but if it's his nephew's playing for the Cleveland Indians. And we'll talk about this series going on right here. Obviously, this series and, and what he's seeing as we're getting ready here for, even though we are in the second half, but we always look at the all-star break and the trade line deadline's coming up. You know, certain guys have been dangling out there, some big arms. As you know, the A's could use an arm. When you're thinking about Marcus Stroman, you're thinking about Madison Bumgarner, you think about the names that are out there. Will somebody pony up big for Max Scherzer, which I doubt would happen? Do we have the big left-hander? Dan, let me tell you, Chris Townsend here with A's Cast Live. We're on the field uh, watching now the Twins getting ready for batting practice. It's an honor to have you on. You're one of my favorites on the MLB Network. Thank you. It's my honor to be. Hey, how about the swinging A's? What's going on out there? They're hitting jacks. Huh? Let me t- let me tell you how it goes. Here's our mantra: Ball goes what far. Ball goes far. Team goes far. Gotcha. Let me ask you this: Are you surprised with all the injuries to the rotation that they've been able to weather the storm? I, I, it amazes me how Bob Melvin continues to get this team to play when it looks like. The odds are stacked against them. They start the year. Manaya Montes gets popped for the PEDs. Manaya's on the shelf. AJ Puck, the future looks so bright for him. Big expectations going into the season. He starts the year uh, injured. I mean, how in the world are they doing this? You know what? Normally, I would say, yeah, I'm shocked. But last year, they used 15 different starters, so they're doing the same thing they did last year. The only real difference between last year and this year is the fact the bullpen hasn't been so good. And why is that as a guy that had an illustrious career as a closer? I don't know. Why are they different? Lou, Trevin- Lou Trevino was the best-kept secret in baseball last year, right? Blake Trinan was literally unhittable. And unfortunately, it seems like every time I watch Trinan throw, he throws great. And it's just it amazes me. He has as good a stuff as anybody in baseball. I love his stuff. And Trevino's stuff is still real good. That's the up-and-down part of the bullpen life, the life of the bullpen from one year to the next. That's why it's so hard. Like, when you look at what Mariano Rivera did and what Trevor Hoffman did over the course of time to do it year after year after year, it's the most followed part of Major League Baseball, without doubt. One question I need to ask you. Shoot. Outside of Oakland. I'm real. I'm telling you, I am the biggest Matt Chapman fan. I think he's one of the top young players in the game that doesn't get enough credit for being as good a player as he is. Do you agree? No doubt. And when he was in the minor leagues before we really got to see him, Bob Melvin told me his nickname by the coaching staff is Captain America, and he has lived up to it because there is nothing he can't do. I mean, he leads the world in defensive runs saved over the last two years. We're now seeing him drive the ball out of the ballpark, and and he's doing it to opposite field. I mean, you think about as a pitcher, when you know you have a third baseman with that strong of an arm and he has the reins of a shortstop, 
How much do you like that as a pitcher? No doubt about it, right? I, I'm telling you, he is a tremendous player, and I think he's as good. I thought that Adrian Beltre was about as good as anybody in the game on that slow roller or that bunt down the third baseline, but Matt Chapman, he comes in, he makes that play. He reminds you a little bit. He looks as comfortable at third. I thought Eric Chavez, he was another guy that didn't get enough credit for as good a defensive third baseman that he was for a long time for the A's. Matt Chapman is a ter- tremendous player. Let me give you a stat for your broadcast if Liam Hendricks comes in tonight. Liam Hendricks right now, in 24 of his last 25 relief appearances, he's only given up one run for a 0.30 ERA. How good is that? For real. I've got a stat for you. I'm looking at the MLB research packet. Do you know that Mike Fires hasn't lost since May 1st against the Red Sox? Yes, we do know. He is 6-0 with a 2-3-9 ERA in his last 10 starts. Mike Fires is on fire right now for the swinging A's. Oh, it's been fun to watch the veteran, and he called it. He said, listen, I've been getting beat up, and he told everybody in the clubhouse, I'm better than this, I will lead, and he throws that no-hitter. And since that no-hitter, you got that stat at 6-0 with a 2.39 ERA. He's been fantastic. And then looking on the other side, as I'm watching the Twins warm up right now, you know, if they hit a home run tonight, they're going to tie for the most home runs the Yankees last year before the All-Star break. How surprised are you of all this power and how good the Twins have been? You know, we do the 30 teams in 30 days, and the Twins were the very last team that I did, the last day in March. I walked away. Fran Charles did that 30 and 30 with me. I walked away, and we have to give our prediction at the end of the show, right? And I predicted the Twins would win the Central I was buying because the players they brought in, Marwin Gonzalez, Nelson Cruz, I thought Kepler was about to take off. But the biggest thing, I thought Barrios really took big strides. Their pitching is legit. Now, with that said, you know, a lot of people were thinking, boy, if they were like Craig Kimball or a real solid closer way, they would be a team you'd have to take really seriously. But I think, as you've seen, that is a really good team. They can score runs. Their bullpen's good. Their rotation has been really good, too. They're kind of like the sleeping giant. I think everybody just thinks because they're from the AL Central and the Indians are down this year that they don't take the Twins serious. You better take him serious because they can go really deep into the postseason. The great Dan Plesak joins us here on Ace Cast Live with Chris Townsend. You can watch Dan on MLB tonight throughout the season, plus the first 35,000 fans attending tomorrow's A's game will receive an MLB network tote bag. So it's great to have you on and promote the network. It's my favorite channel. It's gotten to a point where my wife's looking at me like, can't we watch something else? Yeah, enough already, right? Hey, but you, you know what, though? You have to just tell your wife, listen, the season's going to be over at the end of October, and then she can watch what she wants to watch on TV, right? Well, no, that's when I get addicted to you on, on MLB Now with Brian Kinney and how you have to fight the sabermetrics guys. Oh, well, I, now I can see why you're in deep water over there at the household. <laughs> but it's a great channel. You know what's, you know what's amazing is this channel, it's it, it, in its 10th year, And I think we all struggled when we came here. It's a different way to watch baseball. It's not one game. It's live look kids. It's MLB now. It's intentional talk. There's so many different shows. And and I think we've kind of changed the way that people watch baseball. You get done with your game tonight. You can flip on if there's some West Coast games that are still going on. You can flip on MLB tonight, get caught up on all the scores, 
on the central part of the time zone, the East Coast, what's going on back in the, uh, the West Coast game. So we've kind of changed the way that people watch baseball. No doubt about it. And we stole Amelia from you, and she wanted me to say hello. And Amelia wanted oh, me to. Oh, she's the best. Oh, she is. And you know what? She's doing what she should be doing right now because. You know, very rarely do you find an Oakland A's fan, a Bay Area fan, here in the Northeast in New Jersey, right? But she was Oakland A's, Bay Area, through and through. She's all things A's. She's all things San Jose Sharks. She is in the right place, and she has found her this was the job working for the A's that Amelia was put on this earth to do. She's happy. You guys should be happy. And she was great. We really miss her here at MLB. She says hello and wants me to ask you about who is uh, DJ Dan? Oh, DJ Dan is the man. He made the appearance last night on the show. Now, we can't go to DJ Dan all the time, but DJ Dan has like the corny pickup lines, my best pickup line is, hey, girl, you must work at Starbucks because I like you a latte. So they're corny pickup lines, but <laughs> DJ Dan makes an appearance about once a week on the 10 to 1 a.m., the late-night hardball show. <laughs> I love it. And I got to tell you, when I heard Zach Plesak, I went, wait a minute. There, it, I know yeah. I know one Plesak. There, there's another play. Talk about family, nephew in the big leagues with the tribe. Yeah, I tell you what, he's come a long way in a short period of time. Drafted by out of Ball State University, had Tommy John surgery his junior year. The Indians took a flyer on him with his arm in a sling. He's come a long way in a short period of time. Picked up his first big league win against the Yankees in New York. He's been pitching terrific. Uh, got beat up a little bit in his last start last Saturday against the Orioles. He's pitching tomorrow in Kansas City. Uh, he's matched up against Homer Bailey. Um, so he's going to get his first chance pitching in Kansas City. He's been a great story. He's come a long way in a short period of time. Three-pitch guy, good fastball, throw strikes, changeup probably his best out pitch. And then he has a pretty good curveball and slider, but he's getting better. He had a rough one his last one, but he looks like he has some staying power. And I think Terry Francona, they like him because he's not afraid to throw the ball over the plate. Let's end on this. We're gonna we're coming up on the All-Star break. You guys will all be in Cleveland. If you had to bet on one team in the second half and bet against a team in the second half, who would those two teams be? My bet against the second half, and, and it pains me to say this, I just don't know how the Brewers can continue to do what they're doing when they only get four and five innings out of their starting pitching all the time. And they rely so heavily on their bullpen. I love Yelich. I love Kane. I love Moustakis. But they put a lot of pressure on their starting pitching. So that concerns me. And I think a team that is on the way up, that they're just slowly making that grind and they're in it. And you're like, really, they're over it? Your team, the Oakland A's, look out. They're going to get Mania hopefully back. And if A.J. Pucks, listen, there are reinforcements on the way. And I used to think that Billy Bean, you know, there's a method to the madness with the Oakland A's. And it happens year after year. And if you count them out, you're only shooting yourself in the foot. I think the A's are the sneaky team out west. And they're the sneaky team to get in the wild card. I don't think they're catching the Astros, but they're a solid threat to get into the postseason with the wild card. Watch out for the green and gold. Dan, you are the best. Enjoy the all-star break in Cleveland. Hopefully we'll talk to you in the second half. All the best. Hey, thank you. And by the way, Matt Chapman is the man. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we love him. Take care. Got it. Be good. Dan Plesak. Remember back in the day how good he was? 
And see, he's one of those guys that not only does he bring the knowledge, he brings the entertainment to the network. Yeah, and I and I admit it, I'm an MLB junkie. But you know, it's it's you know when you watch him, when you watch Al Leiter, when you watch the guys that you watched growing up, and, and they have that kind of personality. He is money. I can't believe he went against his brew crew. He's a former brewer. Wow. I did have this stat on Yelich. By the way, Chris Herman is going to – do we have an update, Commander Cody, on Chris Herman? Do we have one? Uh, he's supposed to be here at 430. That's what I've been told. Yeah, because they're uh, – the bad guys are taking BP right now. So that's what we have going. Actually, you know what? They're not even taking BP. now. And see, that's the things we get to uh, – that's the things that we get to see here on the field is we get to see what's going on. So it they haven't started batting practice yet. I wonder if they're even going to take BP. Our, our our good friend Sarah Lang, she had a great – I'm looking for it right now. She had a great stat about Yelich. And he's like the first guy. Christian, here it is. You can find it all on Twitter. And I believe everything that I read on Twitter. Sarah Lang's that was a great follow. Christian Yelich is the first NL player with 31-plus home runs before the All-Star break since 2009 when Albert Pujols hit 32 before the break for the Cardinals. Uh, I think he's going to fly by that. <laughs> I think he's going to fly by that. We could have a record tonight. We could have a record tonight. Two home runs by the Twins, and they now have the most home runs ever hit in baseball history before the All-Star break. We're awaiting the catcher who did a first in A's history last night. That's coming up right here. Well, Dave Feldman, Feldman knows the history, but Feldman can't hit a grand slam. So he's going to come on after Herman. Chris Herman, hopefully going to join us next. We're here on A's Cast Live. A's, A's Cast Live continues from Ricky Henderson Field. Here's Chris Townsend. Well, we just put it on Twitter, at Townsend Radio, and you can check it out at, at AthleticsCast24, how the ball is truly different, as I was using it as a paperweight, and it will not stay because there's no seams. <laughs> it's absolutely unbelievable. I'm reading from the game notes last night. Chris Herman is the first player to hit a grand slam his first game with the Oakland Athletics. It's not only Oakland Athletics. It's Kansas City Athletics. It's athletics dating back to Philadelphia in 1901. You made A's history last night in a great win for the A's over the Minnesota Twins. How did that feel? Uh, it felt awesome just to, uh, <clears throat> again, just be healthy and uh, be able to contribute to this team to, to pull off a win last night was phenomenal. I couldn't ask for a better opening day for myself. I mean, think about that. You're just happy to be back. You're happy to be healthy. And then the old grand slam. And the number one thing is you got the victory. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, the Grand Slams, those, those are hard to come across, and um, I don't know, man. I, honestly, in that in that uh, moment, I was just trying to put the ball in play. My last at bat, I struck out, and uh, I didn't want to do that again. So my mindset was just, you know, let's just tap the ball, man. Just just put it in play right here. And I felt like I had a nice, easy swing, and, you know, the it kind of carried for me a little bit. But, I mean, I did square it up pretty well, but it worked out in my favor. You know, you came into spring training – looking like you're going to be the starting catcher for the Oakland Athletics on opening day. You get hurt. You go through the issues. You go through rehab and everything. How tough was that for you to, to go through all of that, but it's great to finally have you back? Oh, man, that, that was probably uh, 
the toughest thing I'd, I'd have to uh, overcome. Um, thankfully, I had a, my wife and you know my son there to uh, support me. Uh, my my uh, my mom and my dad, my brother, sister, friends, um, all my family, the training staff here, my teammates. Everybody was you know helping me just stay mentally positive um, because there there was a point where I I wasn't too sure, man. About a month in, my knee was really just hurting and. Um, I wasn't too sure about it, but I, I stayed positive. I, I continued all my uh, my workouts and uh, treatment as planned, and um, thankfully my knee just slowly but surely got better. And um, once I started running, I started to trust my knee a little bit more, and I was like, okay, like I can, I, I know I can play now. Like I know I, that you know if I just keep working hard uh, the way I have been, things are gonna pay off, and I'm gonna come back healthy, and I'm gonna be able to play this year. That always happens with surgery. You just don't know, but there is that point where the light goes on and you start to trust it. And it's not all, I mean, my God, for for a catcher, your knee and having to squat, <laughs> but but also for you offensively to where a lot of everybody's power comes from your lower half. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, most importantly, man, just, you know, me being a catcher, I'm always squatting. I'm always uh, bouncing up and down. Um, we use our knees a lot. And uh, if, I'm, if I wasn't going to be comfortable you know, in that squatting position with, uh, you know, how my knee felt that first month. I I don't know, man. I was talking to my wife about, you know, <laughs> getting, like, coaching jobs and stuff for next <laughs> oh, season. Man. But, uh, you know, it's just I'm just very thankful that, you know, my, my surgery uh, went well and, um, you know, my surgeon did a good job on my knee. And coming here, Josh Fegley's had a very good first half. Absolutely. There's no question. And I know he did a good job with you last night. And Scott Emerson, Emo, getting ready for the game plan. And, you know, he's such a team player. What have they talked about with the playing time with the two of you going forward with you coming back? Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be a mixture of things. Uh, obviously, um, the Twins are throwing a righty tonight, I think, Gibson. Um, so, you know, with me being a left-handed hitter and Josh being a right-handed hitter, you would think that, you know, I would be in the lineup tonight just playing the whole matchups things. But, uh, you know, Fegs and, and Fires, they have a great relationship right now. Obviously, uh, Fegs caught the no-hitter, which is fantastic. So, you know, he's been catching him all year. And uh, for me, this is almost like the first couple of weeks I've been up, I'm going to be up here, it's going to be like spring training for me, man. Like, I, I got I to gotta get to know all these, uh, these pitchers, what they, li what they like to do, and um, just help them get deep into ball games. And um, thankfully, you know, I got Fegs here to, to ask questions, Emo, Bo Mel. Uh, I'm going to constantly just talk to all of our pitchers just to, to make sure I'm, I'm uh, mentally prepared to, to uh, help those guys win. And I want to talk to you about Las Vegas because, you know, we get the minor league report every single day. And you start seeing these offensive numbers that are <laughs> off the charts, right? Everything looks great. Jorge Mateo hits a triple every single night. <laughs> Everybody's hitting jacks, right? Here yeah. comes Franklin Barreto again. And then I'm looking at all the pitchers' numbers. And I'm looking at guys with ERAs in the sixes and the fives. What is going down in AAA right now? With because they're playing with the big league ball for the first time. Yeah, um, I think that has something to do with it, which is good. I mean, obviously, if you're in AAA and you know you're you're a young buck and you're trying to get back up or get into the major leagues, or you know you're uh, you're just uh, you, you've had some showtime and you're trying you're trying to get your way back up to the big leagues. Why not use you know the balls that you're supposed to be using in the uh, the big leagues? But you know, on top of that, man, like Vegas, I guess the elevation is super high there. It's a big ballpark, but I mean, 
Man, I, I saw a couple cheap homers, you know, 88 miles an hour off the bat, just like sneaking over the fence, and I just I couldn't believe it. Um, and the guys who were, you know, getting all of it, those balls were going 500 feet. It seemed like it was it was pretty crazy, man. It, it's a it's a beautiful ballpark. Uh, the surrounding area is great. You got the Red Rock Casino Hotel right there. That's where I stayed. Uh, Summerlin, where there's you know restaurants and shopping, outdoor shopping and stuff. It's it's just a phenomenal area. Uh, I couldn't have asked for a better rehab spot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like vacation whenever my family came to visit me, so it was great. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden you're playing in Vegas. Now everybody wants to come out. You're in Vegas? Yeah. Road trip? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. It, it was great. I, I loved it, man. I, and I told Fran, the, the manager down there, I was like, man, I couldn't. This was so much fun, man. Like, usually rehab sucks, but I, I had a blast, man. This is This is a great place to play. That's the one thing that we've been getting a lot of reports, that the ballpark is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, it, it could be a, a big league ballpark. Yeah, it, I don't think it holds more than 20,000 uh, fans, but, I mean, just it's just a beautiful ballpark. You just look at it. Uh, the architecture on it is fantastic. Uh, big wall in left field, big uh, jumbotron. It's just amazing, man. they got a pool in right center field. They did it right there. How nice is it to join this team now that the team is surging again? It's awesome. Um, obviously, we want to keep that going. Uh, and I don't want to be the guy to, to mess that up, you know. I know whenever Bo was here, he did a great job, and um, I'm just thankful to be here, man. And uh, like I said, I have a lot of homework to do, uh, getting to know all these pitchers. And, uh, yeah, man, that's what, that's, the, that's the role of a catcher. We just have all you know, double the amount of work of everybody else. Well, yeah, not only do you have to learn everybody down here, not only your starter and all your relievers, but you got to know everybody on the other team. Absolutely. Um, Thankfully, again, we have a lot of guys who take a lot of pride and do a lot of hard work on the, the analytical part of the baseball game and uh, all the video and stuff. It's all there. So whatever you want to look at on uh, your opposing team, they have it for us here. How much time do you really do study on an everyday basis? Uh, an everyday basis? I mean, I would like to at least be in there for, you know, at least 20 minutes. And, you know, we have iPads and stuff right there in our locker so we can just pull it up you know you're taking a break from you know doing some eating food or you know working out or whatever it may be and uh just take a peek at the, that ipad look at the look at the, uh, the data there and uh, all the videos just to help you you know getting a, get a understanding of how to get those guys out you know people talk about oh you know he hasn't been around but you know he maybe caught some guys in spring training but there's something about a pitcher when he gets out on that mound everything changes and you really need to know how he ticks in good times, bad times, and really in the bad times, you need to help get him through. How long do you think that chemistry takes for a catcher and a pitcher for you to really know how a guy ticks once he gets out on the mound? Uh, it's, it's funny you ask that because I've had guys where, you know, we click right away, and some guys it takes, you know, a couple of outings. So, um it all just depends, man. Uh, everybody's different in their own ways. And, um, you know, I might just click better with a, a certain pitcher over another one. So uh, the ones that I don't click with, that's, those are the ones that I got to really just, you know, after a game or before a game, just, you know, ask him what he wants to do. That way we're on the same page. And in a, for a modern-day catcher, you now have to deal with more relievers than any catchers have ever had to deal with in the history of baseball. Yeah, uh, I know. It doesn't seem like too long ago. Uh, all the starters were pitching, you know, complete games, and 
that's just not the case anymore. Uh, you know, pitch uh, starters are anywhere from five to, to six innings, and then you get three relievers. So, uh, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're working with those relievers all the time, and, you know, those guys are just as important as our starters. Thank you for coming out. And by the way, this isn't a bad bad set, is it, for a radio show? No, it's it's great. Y'all have some awesome uh, audio here. I like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of an audiophile, so. Hey, I mean, think about it. We're right on the field. We can get players. It is the best. Hey, thank you for coming out. Congratulations on the home run last night. Thank you. And great to have you back. Great to have you healthy again. Continued success, and we'll talk to you after the All-Star break. All right, sounds good, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Chris Herman doing a great job for your Oakland Athletics. Warming up in the bullpen. It's the great. What do you mean, no? Oh, just keep going? We're not going to break? Oh, so Feldman comes down. Big ball and shot calling. Hey, I don't have time for the break. You go to me now, the A's historian, the man who works for, God, Pac-12 Network. He works for Major League Baseball. Who else do you work for? ESPN. ESPN. NBC Sports. Anybody will pay me pretty much. He'll take a check from anybody, including A's Cast Live <laughs> here on A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. You know we love to have him on our history segments. We've been doing a great job with top ten A's all time, whether it's third base, right field starters. We've been doing that for our green and gold history segment. And you sent me a text I thought it was very interesting. Top five A's, Oakland A's. By the way, the Herman, which is so interesting, is no way. No way. No, like the game notes say, oh, the only Oakland. No, 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 no way. Yeah, Some, you, somebody figured that out last night. Somebody had to correct that. Give out some, your some – I, I don't have it in front of me. What's your Twitter? Uh, I think it's just D. Feldy. It's a great follow on Twitter as he has unbelievable information. And, yeah, since 1901. Isn't that – was that shocking for you? A, a little bit, but it's, it's still pretty odd, right, to hit a grand slam in your first game with the team. Uh, I know across the bay uh, Brandon Crawford did it. Uh Bobby Bonds did it, uh, but it's a pretty rare feat. First, just to homer in your first game with the team, and then to hit a grand slam, the, the situation has to be right. So, yeah, pretty uh, amazing, though, in a 120 years of A's baseball, first time. If we went through every organization before last night, how many you think had zero? Uh, you know, honestly, probably about five or six. I, I think it's a very odd thing to have happen. Circumstances... To come up with the bases loaded in your first game, that probably hasn't happened all that much. That's a, that's a rare occurrence. Yeah, let alone hitting a home run. All right, so you texted me top five A's who didn't make the All-Star game. Now, are these guys that just didn't make it with the A's, or could they have possibly made the All-Star game with another team? They just didn't do it with the A's. These guys are, 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 are good Oakland Athletics, guys we all know who spent more than just one season here like a – like a Frank Thomas or something like that. Uh, these are guys who were who were very good Oakland A's players, really good players, top top of the line Oakland A's players. But for one reason or another, which we'll get into, never made an All Star team. Number five. So as we like to do, Townie, let's talk about a little of the guys who actually did make an All Star team from the A's. Who you go? What honorable mention? But they did make. <laughs> they it. did make. I oh, like it. Wayne Gross. Yeah. Made an All Star team. Matt Keogh. Jeff Newman. Who's Matt Keogh? Matt Keogh is one of the five aces. He's a right-handed starter. What year? He made the all-star team in 1978. He actually got off to a pretty good start that year, and the A's needed a representative. Uh, the year before, he'd gone, what, 6-17? and 17? But he ends up making the all-star team. You might know him better as his, his wife was on the original uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills. 
Oh. She was on one of the originals. I was six years old, so I don't feel bad now at that okay. time. Jeff Newman made it. Bill Cottle, reliever, made it. He pitched over a candlestick when the All-Star game was there. Ruben Sierra was an Oakland A's All-Star. The Village Idiot. Steve Onaveras actually yeah. took the loss in the 95 game. Ben Grieve, as a rookie, was an All-Star. We thought he was going to be a star. 20 years ago, John Jaha was <laughs> now, your A's All-Star. How about him? Doesn't it hit her? Can you John hear? Jaha. I mean, can you hear the song and not think of John Jaha? <laughs> Crazy Train comes on. Yeah. It's John. It's John Jaha. He's coming to bat. Uh, Justin Dukeshire made it twice. He was a two-time All-Star. Andrew Bailey made it twice. Ryan Cook was an A's All-Star. That still is hard to believe. Ryan Cook. Ryan Cook. And of course, uh, just a few years ago, Yonder Alonso was your Athletics All Star. Now looking for a job. Looking for a job. So those are guys who actually did make an All Star team. These guys did not. Hold on, Commander Cody. How much time do we have? We have three minutes. All right, go quickly. Number five. Number five, Dwayne Murphy. Dwayne Murphy, six-time Gold Glove winner, put up some very good numbers with the A's. Never made an All Star team. Obviously, you had outfielders at the time, Fred Lynn. Reggie, Dave Winfield, Jim Rice, Ricky, and it was usually Ricky making the all-star team. Number four, one of our favorites, Coco Crisp. Yes, Coco that's Crisp a good one. never made an all-star team, and really he had some slow starts, which was part of the problem, but in 2014 he had 291, had 16 steals, OPS over 800. He should have made it. Well, if you remember 2014, the A's already had Cespedes on the All-Star <laughs> team. Donaldson, Doolittle, Casimir, Moss, Norris, and Jeff Samarja. Samarja, Cubs, slash. Yeah. <laughs> no room. Number How about that? How many guys have ever made the history and weren't allowed? How many guys in the history of baseball made the All-Star team and weren't allowed to play? He was the guy. The only guy with no jersey and no team. Poor Jeff Samarja. Number three, Mark Ellis. Mark Ellis was a top-notch second baseman in the American League for a long time in the 2000s, and he had good first halves. Uh, for whatever reason, he didn't make the All-Star team, but Alonzo Soriano did, Brian Roberts, Mark Loretta, Placido Palanca, Dustin Pedroia, Aaron Hill, Robinson Cano, Ian Kinsler all kept Mark Ellis off the All-Star team. What a great day he was. Number two. He was your – where was he in second base? He was one, wasn't he? He was two behind uh, – no, he was one. He Dick was Green one. was two. Yeah. Uh, Chris Davis. Chris Davis has yet to make an all-star team. And Chris Davis, yeah, his first year with the A's in 2016, sort of, you know, coming over from Milwaukee. Maybe they didn't know who he was. He had 19 homers for all the break, didn't make the team. But the next two years, this is a legitimate power-hitting DH left fielder. Did not make the team. But these guys did. Michael Saunders, Ian Desmond, Mark Trumbo, Avisil Garcia, Mitch Haniger. Those are all-stars. Chris Davis, yet to make an all-star team. Only guy to hit 40 bombs the last three years. And he was at one point on pace. I don't know. Is he still that guy? Because Giancarlo has been hurt. Yeah, he's does, still. Does he still have the most home runs the last three years? Still does. And he's as far as before the all-star game, he's second to Giancarlo in those times. How much time do we have? A minute. We have a minute. All right. Our ne there's one more? One. There's number one. Number one? Eric Chavez. Yeah. Eric Chavez never made an all-star team. And now, part of the reason was that he was a slow starter. He never had those those great Aprils and Mays that just put right in contention, right? You thought Eric Chavez. He was a great second-half player. So it was probably his best year was 2002 for before the all-star break. He had 271 with 20 homers. 
So you thought this is a legitimate chance. He was actually part of the first ever final vote. Remember before this year they used to do the final vote? He was part of the five. He lost out to Johnny Damon. And uh, the other third baseman on the team that year, Shea Hillenbrand was your third base starter. Tony Batista and Robin Ventura were your AL third baseman in 2002. If he would have stayed healthy with the A's, I bet he would have made a team. Yeah, I think after the 2016, you know, 2007 and 8 when the injuries started piling up, he was such a good player. I mean, he had huge years, 30 homer, 100 RBI years, just dynamite. Obviously, defensively, he was the Matt Chapman of his time, right, six gold gloves, uh, but never had that great, great start that everyone said he needs to be an all-star. Are you here tomorrow? I'm here tomorrow. Can we do a top ten list so we can have that running through the all-star break? I think we could do that. What are we doing? What would we? What will we do tomorrow? I think we need to go to the outfield. What do we go to left field? Left field, huh? I think I got an idea on that. You might know who number one is, but no clue number two. Two through ten might be a mystery. Tomorrow, and we will. I will have. You know what? To tease it, that will run on A's cast throughout the All-Star break, but we'll play a lot of it tomorrow on A's Total Access. No, on Friday, getting you ready for A's and Mariners. Sweet. Great job, my friend. Thanks, Tony. We will see you tomorrow. Coming up, we're going to have top 10 A's left fielders for a little green and gold history. But more importantly, Alex Jensen, A's all night, and then that will take us up to I'll be back right here on Ace Cast and 860 The Answer and Sports 1140 KCK out of Sacramento, giving you A's total access, getting you ready for game two between the A's and the Twinkies. We'll see you in a little bit right here on the A's radio network and Ace Cast powered by TuneIn. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.